A real estate agent was fined $20,000 for drinking a homeowner's container of milk. The first fat-focused convention will be held in Philly in October. And a Chinese zoo denies that its bears are humans dressed in costumes. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded by a comedian inside a Los Angeles closet. Let's go. A real estate agent is fined $20,000 for drinking milk in a seller's house. Oh, milk was a bad choice. A British Columbia real estate agent has been fined a lot of money, $20,000. Why? Well, for drinking milk from its container during a showing of a seller's home. He drank the milk right from the container. Use a glass, you animal. What's wrong with you? According to the media, Mike Rose arrived at a house to show some potential buyers. Mike Rose Rose is trying to sell some houses, just make a living, you know? But he's a thirsty guy. (laughs) He's a little thirsty. You know, all day long, showing people houses, you know, you get a little thirsty. Mike doesn't stop at the Sevlev to get a Gatorade, though. Mike just checks the refrigerator of every house he's selling, trying to get a little swig in, trying to get his swig on. He eventually became thirsty and searched for something to drink in this particular refrigerator. Couldn't find any water, and uh, he's like, I'm not drinking tap water. I'm not going to drink out of the toilet again. I'm an upstanding real estate seller. You see me? I'm in a suit. I can't be drinking tap water in a suit. He couldn't find water, but settled on drinking some milk straight from the container in the refrigerator. Oh, doesn't say how he drank it. Did he waterfall it, you know, all over his face? Did he go go full mouth to the container contact? Ooh, <laughs> full mouth on the container. All right, let's keep reading and find out exactly what went on. And why did he get fined so much money? $20,000 seems a little excessive. Maybe this was some sort of special milk, some artisan milk from the moon. (laughs) Was this Marilyn Monroe's cryo-frozen breast milk? Why is it so much money? (laughs) Marilyn Monroe's cryo-frozen breast milk. What an amazing sentence I just made up. (laughs) Where else are you going to hear that, guys? Weird AF News. Okay, now we come to the... Evidence, security cameras that were hidden inside the house, the video footage was watched by the sellers of the home. On the video, they saw Mike Rose and his thirst-quenching venture drinking their milk out of the fridge. Rose had apparently not even asked the sellers if he could drink that milk, nor did he offer to replace it afterward. Now, on the final day of the house's showings, The homeowners asked Mr. Rose if he had anything he wanted to share with them. Rose allegedly replied, the milk? (laughs) The sellers then barred Rose from ever returning to their property. Subsequently, they released the footage of him stealing their milk online. Ah, did they have to shame him so horribly? Other clients dropped Mike Rose as their real estate agent afterward. Ah, he's getting canceled in the world of real estate, losing jobs, losing money, all because he was thirsty, poor guy. Real estate agent Mike Rose says his behavior was very out of the ordinary. He admits it, but he says it was due to him taking a new medication that made him thirsty. He also claimed that he was, he had been under stress that whole week. These excuses aren't exonerating him from a hefty fine. He has to pay $20,000 on top of a $2,500 enforcement expense. This cost him $22,500 for drinking milk out of the carton. Oh my goodness. 
This whole story is bananas. First of all, if you're extremely thirsty, milk doesn't do it, bro. Milk does not do it. Just go to Sevlev between houses. Pick yourself up some water there. Or, you know, I like cold brew. I'm very particular about my cold brew. I don't actually recommend you get cold brew from 7-Eleven. Do they even have it? No. Pick yourself up some, uh, you know, good old Dr. Pepper. That's a great soft drink. It's still very underrated, guys. I had an image of, like, this incident being satirized in, like, a television show, sort of like Catch a Predator, you know? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> catch a refrigerator thief, catch a fridge drinker, catch a milk drinker, and it's like Chris Hansen comes out. <laughs> Do you, uh, you realize what you've done today? What, 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 what? Oh, you mean the the milk? That's right, sir. <laughs> you you drank the milk. We have you on camera drinking the milk. A fat person convention is going to be held in Philadelphia called FatCon. And get ready for the segment that's going to get me canceled, guys. <laughs> the story begins by introducing you to some people that live in Philly. Donnell, Adrian, Kenyatta. They want you to know that there are a lot of fat people in Philadelphia who are perfectly fine with who they are. They're very happy being fat. This is called body positive. The three women here are behind Philly's first fat-focused convention. They're bringing more than buzzwords to the culture. Body positivity, body neutrality. They also want everyone to celebrate being unapologetically themselves. Here's a quote from uh, Donnell, or is it Adrian? It's Adrian. Adrian says, We're not into the buzzwords because we've seen how it affects and impacts people. It makes people feel either included or excluded. That phrase, body positivity, in fact, has become bogged down with, with many words relating to body images. What people in larger bodies need is to step away from constantly talking about the body image because that can be very triggering for folks who have disabilities, chronic illnesses, have been dieting on and off all of their lives and developed some eating disorders because of all of this. So, thus we have Philly FatCon. It seems strange to me that you would call it FatCon, but okay. It aims to be a judgment-free event. Well, people are going to judge your event because you called it FatCon. I mean, just I, I think you should choose another word. I <laughs> mean... Uh, they aim to be judgment-free, focused on creating a community for fat people by fat people. Oh, they're just owning the phrase fat. They're like, we're, we're fat people. We're doing it for fat people by fat people. They recognize those who are often overlooked because of their size. The idea is to help others navigate this fat-phobic world and society in a very different way. Provide clothing for people who need the clothing, who can't fit into clothing. No matter what your body looks like, they got something for you at the Philly FatCon. And no doubt they're going to have cheesesteaks, baby. It's Philly cheesesteaks. I'm going right to the cheesesteak booth if I'm at FatCon. <laughs> My guess is the line's going to be a little long, but it's worth it. Those classic Philly sandwiches are amazing with the cheese from the can. You guys know the ones, right? <laughs> this is a, the first of its kind, by the way. It's a three-part convention, this FatCon. It was a dream that came about after the second annual Plus Swap, which is Philly's largest plus-sized clothing swap. It, um, they meet at various locations in the city. The pop-up is where people bring clothing items to swap. Now, that sounds awesome. They bring such things as plus-size lingerie. 
because it's probably difficult to find lingerie to fit you. So this is lovely. The organizers of FatCon are inviting fat Philadelphians to come for a good time. It actually says fat Philadelphians. They want you to know. Fat Philadelphians, come on down to FatCon. They want you to connect with other people that look just like you, think just like you, feel like you, and understand you. The event is taking place the end of October. It's going to feature some keynote speakers, such as the Fat Sex Therapist, and some programming, including three panel discussions on fashion, social media influencing, and how to navigate fat phobia. Attendees at the event can join fat-friendly fitness classes and shop in an open market with up to 40 vendors, including plus-size thrift and boutique vintage clothing spots plus-size body jewelry shops. Fat Lady Brewing is going to be there. Fat Lady Brewing. And there's going to be a Fat Con Halloween costume party featuring a live DJ and some burlesque performances. It sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, tickets range from $250 for VIP to $75 for a single day. And ticket sales continue in September. I think this is a great idea. We want conventions for everybody. Why just Comic-Con? Come on, man. Not everybody's into comics, man. We need some other conventions. Like, uh, I don't know, podcasters in a closet convention. How about that? We can get out of the closet and go... <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Yay! A zoo in China denies that its bears are actually humans dressed in costumes. A zoo in eastern China has had to deny some suggestions that some of its bears could actually be humans dressed in bear costumes. This is after a viral video of one of them standing on its hind legs circulated online. In a statement published on Sunday, we have Angela, one of the zookeepers at the Hangzhou Zoo. She said, when it comes to bears, the first thing that comes to mind is a huge figure and amazing power. But not all bears are behemoths and danger personified. Now, the Malayan bears are actually petite. They're the smallest bear in the animal kingdom. Now, this viral video caught the sun bear standing on its hind legs at the zoo. And people noted that its slender legs and folds of fur made it look more like a human that was acting as a bear, possibly in a bear costume. Many people commented on this as it circulated on social media. A spokesperson for the zoo made an audio recording that circulated addressing the situation, saying that uh, the animal was in fact real, that such deception would not happen at a state-run facility like this. He also noted that in the 104-degree Fahrenheit summer temperature, a human in a fur bear suit would not last much more than a few minutes before collapsing. The zoo spokesperson also invited various reporters to come see the bears for themselves and witness what is a very special bear. It's a little undersized. The sun bears are the size of large dogs, in fact. They stand at most 1.3 meters tall on their hind legs, compared with up to 2.8 meters for grizzlies and other species. Other Chinese zoos have been accused of trying to pass off dogs dyed to look like wolves or African cats in the past. Some have been accused of painting their donkeys to even look like zebras. I believe I actually covered the fake zebra story a few years ago. I remember it. It did indeed look like a, a donkey that was painted to be a zebra, for sure. Uh, but, you know, sometimes zoos fall on hard times. They run out of animals and they have to pivot. It's called pivoting in the business world. <laughs> you paint a dog 
And then you tell everybody it's a dire wolf. You're like, aren't dire wolves extinct? No, we have the only one. (laughs) We have the only one. Yeah. It looks like a French bulldog, to be honest with you. Are you sure that's a dire wolf, guys? Now, uh, I implore you. Yeah, that's a verb. Implore. I implore you to take a look at this sun bear. It's pretty cool. Very small. An endangered species native to the rainforests of Southeast Asia. There's not many. I'd imagine there's very few zoos who even have one of these, which was the impetus for people to speculate that it wasn't a real animal in the first damn place. Now, I would imagine this is some pretty good PR for the zoo and the bear. Uh, people will probably come and visit just to see this particular sun bear at the Hangzhou Zoo. And if you happen to be over there, please take a couple of videos. Send it over to me. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. I don't think I have any listeners in China. I might. Do, do I? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Is, is Weird AF News allowed in China? I think I'm banned in North Korea at this point. There's firewalls in these places, and I'm not sure that all the the uh, cool podcasts are are breaking through. Yay! Meet me at FatCon. FatCon is so cool. Just meet me at FatCon. Happy FatCon to you. Where my Beatles fans at? Come on now, give it up. Huge Beatles fan, by the way. Always have been, always have been. Been listening to the Beatles since I was, uh, since I was in in the womb. I think I was listening in the womb. Uh, anyways, I want to give thanks and praise as I always do in the outro. This is the the part of the show where we give thanks and praise to new patrons. How about that? I woke up to two new patrons today, and that just made my morning. We have Jeremy Smith became a patron. Jeremy Smith, give it up. To Jeremy for showing some major support for the Weird AF News podcast. Um, welcome to the Patreon, Jeremy. Jeremy Smith. Shout out, shout out, shout outs to Jeremy Smith. And we have Jeanette, Jeremy and Jeanette. Jeanette Naylor became a patron as well, joining the Patreon, showing big time support and love for the Weird AF News podcast, the one man show in a closet that we have here. Helping me keep it going, pay for the website, pay for the electricity to keep this going, pay for uh, the ice that I put in my cold brew. Couldn't survive the closet without some ice, I have to tell you that right now. Um, I hope you're surviving the heat wave, everybody, that's that's going around. It's been rough, it's been rough, especially in places like Arizona. Oof, 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 rough, rough, rough. Anyways, shout outs to Jeanette and Jeremy for joining the Patreon. You can show your support like Jeanette and Jeremy did by joining the Patreon as well. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or clicking on the link to the Patreon in the description of this podcast. Downloading the Patreon app on your smartphone and doing a quick little search for Weird AF News will also do it. Or go to the official website, weirdafnews.com. Click on the Patreon banner. You can support the show that way. If you want to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. And then we always have the email, funnyjones at gmail.com. Please feel free to send me a message. Say hello. Introduce yourself. Send me an article or two that you come across that you think would be appropriate for the show. I appreciate all the support. And uh, another one in the books. And we'll do it again tomorrow, guys. Good luck with your life, man.